0: Welcome to Equus Farm Calls, where we take course owners along with us to discuss important topics on equine health and care with industry experts. Today, we get to talk to Dr. Anne-Marie Allman about equine acupuncture. And I'm going to tell you, I have worked with Dr. Allman before with my veterinarian podcast, and you are really going to enjoy this episode. And we want to tell you that Equus Farm Calls is brought to you in 2022 by Farnham, the makers of Apple Elite Electrolytes. An electrolyte supplement can't work if your horse won't eat it. Keeping horses hydrated in the heat of summer during competition or other stressful situations can be challenging, especially if they sort powders and pastes are not an option. For horses that are picky eaters, Apple Elite Electrolyte Pellets is a simple way to encourage water consumption and help maintain hydration year-round, which is important for proper digestion, muscle function, and recovery. These tasty apple flavored pellets are formulated with a balanced electrolyte profile of the vital minerals needed to help restore your horse's electrolyte levels. Help your horse stay hydrated and keep fluid levels in balance, no matter what the day brings with Apple Elite Electrolyte Pellets. I'm Kim Brown, group publisher of the Equine Health Network. And Dr. Alman is a veterinarian who established Del Dios Veterinary Acupuncture in California to focus on healing patients, dogs and cats, dogs, excuse me, dogs and horses through traditional Chinese veterinary medicine. And she provides acupuncture and Chinese herbal medicine to her equine and canine patients. And during vet school, she attended the Chi Institute near Okawa, Florida where she studied traditional Chinese veterinary medicine. And that's where she became a certified veterinary acupuncturist. She then became certified in veterinary Chinese herbal medicine through the same Chi Institute. And she continues to advance her education in that specialty. She also serves on the board of the American Academy of Veterinary Acupuncturists. So I've talked a long time. Thank you, Dr. Alman, for joining us today on Equus Farm Calls. My pleasure, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to have you here, but I want to just start with something very basic. How can acupuncture help horses?
1: So I was thinking about that um, when you asked me to be on this podcast, and I was thinking, what's the, what's the best way that horse owners can view acupuncture for horses? And um, I think the best analogy that I can think of is that is really a historical explanation. So in traditional Chinese medicine, um, hundreds, if not thousands of years ago, a doctor came into your home and did preventative medicine. And so every month the doctor would come and look through your cabinets, you know, get rid of all the junk food. Uh, i tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing. Would make custom recommendations, right? So maybe the husband um, is, you know, suffering from prostate issues or something like that. And so his diet's going to be a little bit different. And uh, what he's going to drink for tea is going to be different. And then the wife, maybe she's going through menopause. She's going to be getting some cooling plants and cooling herbs and her acupuncture treatment is going to focus on the things that she's experiencing. And then the children are also going to have their maladies that are going to be custom treated. And what was neat about that approach was that if you became sick, you did not pay the doctor when you got sick. because you were paying for the preventative medicine and they thought that the doctor failed if you got sick. And so then if you got sick, the treatments, all the treatments, everything that you got in hospitalization was paid for already. And so... That is how acupuncture can be seen by horse owners. I used to think, you know, oh, acupuncture, this is a luxury thing, right? This is a spa treatment. Well, it's actually just preventative medicine. We're still doing a physical exam. We're going over the horse from from stem to stern, you know, and we're nitpicking on all these tiny little subtleties that we're finding here. And that helps us keep the horse healthy. And and actually, I have um, a number of high-end jumper Horse owners, you know, who, who have owned owned slews of horses, and they have found that actually investing in preventative medicine decreases their overall cost of sports medicine care over the lifetime of the horse, which is actually really neat to be able to say that from a financial perspective.
0: Yeah, what were you when I was going through, menopause, but uh, we, won't, we won't dwell on that. So, what are some of the equine uh, physical Or behavioral issues that respond well to acupuncture or that you would treat to prevent?
1: So, um, some of the things are uh, your kind of everyday aches and pains that you might get from going to the gym. So, overtraining, right? Some sore muscles. Well, we know that, you know, if horses are ridden a certain way, you know, for an extended period of time in an excess manner, that can end up um, causing you know, lameness later on down the road, if they're not able to be fit enough to support themselves. Right. And so you can think about if you have a muscle tear, that's going to affect your gait and it's not going to be balanced anymore. And if you keep on being unbalanced, you're going to be overloading the front end, you know, and now, now you're in trouble. And so acupuncture helps keep them comfortable so that they move well. And we know that motion is lotion and the more that we can have these horses move around, the healthier that they can be. And so I would say that for for my particular practice in California and Michigan and Florida, those are the things that I'm working on is is athletes care. Now, I think the powerhouse of acupuncture is actually in in other areas, um, in internal medicine. uh, the one that um, we've talked about, uh, you and I before, Kimberly, is um, gastritis, right? Um, stomach concerns. One of the biggest things that I work on with horses is both a kind of identifying, helping owners see that their horses might be a little bit uncomfortable in their digestive tract. And then that also is, uh, is a way of educating owners to then go on and get the diagnostic tools that they need from Western medicine to then pursue things further if need be. Um, I treat a lot of horses with hindgut dysbiosis. You know these are kind of, oh well my horse has been having diarrhea for a decade but that's normal and, and that is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> so um, acupuncture can really help um, the gut be more balanced, help that colon, reabsorb more water, you know, so that you have normal form of manure. Um, other things uh, can be helpful as far as, um, you know, we've talked about laminitis. There's so much literature out there about laminitis and acupuncture um, for, for any pain condition. Um, those are kind of the big things. And I would say that acupuncture for the horse owner even if you're not in a sport horse it's not a riding horse maybe it's um, a horse used for breeding or just a pet the the big thing is the diagnostic scan the acupuncture diagnostic scan your veterinarian, by tracing over acupuncture points, can highlight if there's areas of pain in the body, including internal organs as well. Now, this should be taken with the caveat that, you know, this is Eastern medicine. It is just one lens of work looking at the horse, but it can provide some additional information. You know, if you have a mare that's been having painful cycles, right, and, you um, and uh, where she's really crampy, and she's also, you know, very sensitive to palpation in her lower back, you know, over points that can be associated with the ovaries, you know, that may stimulate a conversation where we go to, all right, well, let's do a reproductive ultrasound and see what's going on with her, even if, you know. We didn't understand that that was her area of interest before, but I think acupuncture can really be a diagnostic tool that kind of helps you find problems before they become large problems, so that they can be treated preventatively and before they become big and expensive issues. Yeah, and, and you just said something that's really interesting, because a lot of times
0: people might try to, to, to contact, you know, alternative uh, therapy people before they even talk to their own veterinarian and that's not what I'm hearing you say.
1: Yeah, so When I have clients sign up with me, um, I even though I am a veterinarian, I am fully licensed in the states that I work in. You know, I, I have a background in both general practice and sports medicine. Right now, I only do alternative medicine. And so what I make sure that my clients have is a veterinary patient client relationship with their primary care veterinarian. And Depending on what's going on with the case, I make sure that they, that patient has seen that vet for the condition that we're concerned about prior to me going out there. Because say, um, say this is an, an emergency condition and your horse has feed coming out of its nose and doesn't seem to be able to swallow. This is not a time for acupuncture. That being said, acupuncture, I have actually in an emergency situation had acupuncture be helpful for choke. However, (laughs) the way that you need to treat choke is with an emergency visit from your veterinarian. And then once that emergency situation is over, then acupuncture can help with the motility of the esophagus and help the inflammation that that esophagus just went through heal. And so that's the appropriate way to use acupuncture for those kind of urgent situations. So one you should have a veterinary patient client relationship with your primary care veterinarian and two acupuncture should be used in a scheduled non-emergent manner. What what things do
0: you not think acupuncture is useful for? And again, Emergencies. If the horse breaks its leg, call your vet. But what other thing that somebody might, you know, come up with that they might call you first and you might say, well, you need to go see your primary vet first.
1: Well, There are some things that, you know, sometimes people will say, well, the horse has been lame for six months and, um, I'll say, okay, has it had an orthopedic exam? And they'll say, well, well, no, not yet. And so, um, (laughs) there's, there's certain things that just, you know, from the orthopedic exam would be helpful to know as far as flexion tests, um, hoof tester results, et cetera. Um. That and that information can really help guide that acupuncture appointment too. Um, because there are some things that conventional medicine can can treat easily and faster than acupuncture. Um, you know, you really hit the nail on the head, really emergencies are the biggest thing that acupuncture is not good for. Sometimes there's conditions where they're either extremely chronic, the horse has been suffering for years. um, And in in those cases, you'd be surprised. Sometimes one treatment of acupuncture can be helpful, but oftentimes it requires a series of treatments. You know, if it's a laminitis case, once a day, you know, um, if it's uh, other types of cases, you know, maybe once a week for four weeks, you know, and then decrease the frequency from there. It just depends on the physical exam and and the horse um, once I see it, basically, as far as the recommendations. I would never turn someone away except for an emergency situation. It's always worth a try. You never know how the horse is going to respond. It's just like riding so one thing that we've talked about in our previous podcast i believe is that think of how different horses are under saddle you know you have that and um i absolutely love thoroughbreds they're my favorite and i used to work at the racetrack um but think about that hot thoroughbred ride right where where you just think canter and you're cantering you know like you, the aids are so subtle they can feel anything right you just think about it and they know Right, and then think about maybe you're on a, a draft or a draft cross, right? And think about now some of those can be hot too. But um, but if you think about you know that dollar horse that you've ridden, where they just take they just take a lot of aids, right? So much seat and so much leg, and you know there there's just a lot of effort to go forward. Their nervous systems are the same, and it's really um, fun for me to work with all of these different types of horses because there's some horses that you know you put four needles in them and that's plenty that's all they need and their bodies will do the rest and there are other horses that need a lot more help big needles thick needles and many needles um, <laughs> in order to get anything done and so it's always worth a try you may not get the results that you want in one treatment it may take a series so you have to have a little bit of faith but that's true of things like massage therapy too i also want to touch on
0: with you dr Alman. There is a difference between somebody who's taken a weekend course in acupuncture and somebody who's certified in veterinary acupuncture. I mean, we even know some people who do acupuncture in humans that want to work on horses. So help horse owners understand a little bit when they're looking for someone to do acupuncture.
1: What's the difference and how do you find someone? So first off, the person that you're looking for, acupuncture in most states is considered a surgical procedure um, because you are inserting a, uh, a stainless steel instrument into the horse. And so surgical procedures must be done by a veterinarian. And so I think that's the first thing to look for. A lot of people will reach for a human acupuncturist, you know, who's had a little bit of additional training in animals. And the problem is, is that they're not going to recognize the common diseases that a veterinarian is going to recognize and see, right? And two, their knowledge of the anatomy is not going to be the same as someone who has had eight years of medical training in the species that they're working on, you know? So, um... First thing, veterinarian. And then the second thing is there's a reason why we have these certified veterinary acupuncturist courses. They make sure that at the basic level, A veterinarian understands enough traditional Chinese theory and understands the anatomic location of the acupuncture points in order to do a good job and do a good treatment. You can find information on um, finding veterinarians who are certified in acupuncture um, through a couple different websites. Um, The AAVA does have a um, search engine uh so does the chi institute so aaba.org and then i believe it's tcvm.com for the chi institute and then ibis the international veterinary Ac- acupuncture society Ivis.org, also has a search engine for acupuncturists those are the ones that i can think of off the top of my head And I'll make sure for
0: those listening on the podcast, if you want to go to equismagazine.com under the article that will go along with this podcast, I'll just include some links there so that if you want to go search and see if there is a certified veterinarian acupuncturist in your area, you can find one and contact them or talk to your veterinarian about them.
1: And, And that I would encourage too, is that if you... Ask your primary care veterinarian if they know of a veterinarian who specializes in alternative medicine and specifically acupuncture that they like to work with, then that's a great chance for the team to all work together. So when I work with referring veterinarians, if it's a complicated case, you know, if we're working on a neurologic horse, you know, that's EHV-1 positive or something, I'm going to call that vet before I even look at the horse. And we are going to have a powwow about what's going to go on and and how everything's going to go down. And then all the reports get shared with the primary care veterinarian as well. And so if you if you want the team approach for your horse, which is probably the best medicine, talk to your primary care vet first. So
0: when you are a horse owner, how do you look at your horse and know that you might want to discuss acupuncture with either your veterinarian or a, a veterinary acupuncturist?
1: I think anytime that you're running up against something that's frustrating for you um, is a great time to talk with your primary care vet about including a veterinary acupuncturist in the game plan. Um, behavioral things can be a perfect um, place for acupuncture because they can help you parse out, is, is this a pain condition? Is this um, a stomach condition? Is this um, is this truly behavioral, like a mental problem? And what's cool about acupuncture is that um, for those who are open to getting all frou-frou-y, um, <laughs> they'll, they'll talk about emotional component too. Is this a, is this an emotional problem for this horse? Um, and so, acupuncture can be great for behavioral cases for parsing out, you know, pain, visceral emotional slash mental issues. And that is awesome. And unfortunately, now all the horse
0: owners are wanting to go find an acupuncturist, not just for their horses, but for themselves, because I'm sitting here thinking, golly, I really need to. Back in Kentucky, there was an MD who was a really great acupuncturist, whom I learned about from one of my veterinarian friends. But <laughs> unfortunately, around here, there, there's really not, um, you know, certified veterinary acupuncturists. Um, So it's it's a little more difficult when you're in areas where it's not around, but I was just going to mention that sometimes a university, if you have a, a veterinary teaching hospital within a drive, a lot of times there will be somebody on staff there that might be certified.
1: Yeah, I haven't ever checked the numbers, but I think that's a great place to look. Uh, Oftentimes, there's somebody at the university who's interested in alternative medicine, who has become trained in acupuncture and can provide that service. It's becoming increasingly more popular. And so you're absolutely correct on that. It may be hard to find someone within a mile, but at your local teaching hospital, there should be someone there.
0: Well, that is great. And Dr. Alman, thank you so much for joining us today on the Equus Farm Calls podcast. And again, we remind everyone you can go to equusmagazine.com and there will be an article there. And I will put the uh, links into the places where you can go and use the search engine to find a certified veterinary acupuncturist in your area. So thank you, Dr. Alman.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much
0: for having me and a big thanks to our audience for joining us today on equus farm calls and also thank you to farnum for allowing us to bring all these fun topics to you as horse owners equus farm calls is the production of the equine podcast network which is an entity of the equine network llc